was hey. uh hey can you hear me yeah i hear you just great and it's coming through on uh, adobe awesomely it's fantastic fire <laughs> right how you been man honestly pretty good like uh i know with like the whole like covid thing i got pretty lucky uh so i have a job where i work at home well like i used to go to an office to work it's like a call center job but now they just switched us to at home so it's kind of like i don't know it's almost like better like it's like because <laughs> you get to like basically just do whatever you want when it comes to uh you know like like so it's like you, i call people on the phone in the states like doing surveys and stuff okay, and then yeah. like i can kind of just be like on my phone as well just like chilling Definitely. you know on my computer as well like you know when, when i'm waiting for calls right so right it's almost more chill what about you uh well i've been working uh some factory work here in well at my uh, grandparents uh family factory that they own where they make tire covers for like jeeps and trailers oh nice, nice. and uh it's hard work but whatever, you know, it's money. It's good money. Like I made, I make about like five sixty a week, so it's like whatever. It's not nice. great, but it's it's something. <laughs> it's better yeah, than no, what no, I'd get like, on unemployment. That's like my thought process. You know? What yeah, I mean? literally. And at least I'm doing <laughs> something with my time. And then on top yeah. of that, I I do the podcast and music and whatever. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I know you play bass, right? Yeah, I play bass. Uh, I I can play rhythm guitar, but you know, I I prefer not to. I like to play bass way more. Bass is way more fun. I like to flex, like I can play like Flea, but that's not the case. <laughs> Don't worry, that's me. That's literally my uh my my life. Uh, I'm like that. Yeah, I'm that bass player. It's like you know the, the four notes thing. That's all you need. Just need that rhythm. Right. Right. <laughs> Man, Sam Downey. We got Sam Downey on Face It here. I'm your host, Matt. And, uh, dude, I'm so excited to be able to talk to you. We've been been talking about doing this for, what, almost a year now? Yeah, literally. I think you came up, like, I saw you after a concert or something, I remember. And you were like, yo, yeah, like, you should come on my podcast. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah." Definitely. (laughs) And that's that's how it all uh, funneled out. Yeah. now you were in let's start with the MIA program right because that's where your roots are uh in a way so MIA program that's a fan shop program do you want to explain a little bit to the audience what that really is yeah so it's basically uh it's music industry arts uh the main difference between it and going to like you know music at like a university or something is you kind of like it wasn't like to you don't you don't go there to learn how to play an instrument it's more like you already know how to play an instrument. All right. So, you know, like this is how you book shows. This is how you get your music online. This is how you market. This is how you like, you know, record in a studio. It's more like the post-production kind of outlet. And like, that's what I was looking for. Right. Cause like, I don't know, like I know how to play an instrument. I'm not looking to, you know, go super advanced, you know, jazz kind of like, you know, do everything. Like, so, you know, I was looking for more of that, like, yeah, that music business side and like, yeah, that's what it mostly is. So like we, learned like there was recording class uh some other stuff so we did uh marketing there was like a bunch of like marketing social media which is a cool one too that's that was probably my favorite i'm a social media like addict so you know (laughs) like so yeah that was probably my favorite class but uh and then there was like performance and stuff too so they work on more like how to perform not more like the oh this is how you play correctly like this is how you like stand this is like you know the positioning these are the chords it's more like 
during performance, like this is the big, this is the big moment. You gotta like, you know, you have to have the energy there, or exactly. it's just gonna look like you're bored on stage. Yeah. So, and uh, how we met was through I worked at uh, 106.9 X at Fanshawe. There, that was the program I was taking was radio broadcasting, yeah. and we did a uh, acoustic lunch uh, where you were taking up in that management quality, and uh, you know, you are kind of guy to get all the artists in a way you were the guy <laughs> yeah i was the guy i was basically the guy when i came out to the acoustic lunch uh yeah i think they went by that name last was that they still went by acoustic lunch right i, th- I think so it's it changes yeah, yeah. every like semester but it always has to do with acoustic so yeah, yeah that's yeah. the main quality behind it yeah, so I was basically, yeah, like exactly what you said. Like I got the um I got the artist from MIA. So like I don't know, I kind of like scouted some people cuz it's like I don't know, like you'd think like cuz I guess they were all like new to performing and stuff. So like you think like, you know, people would just be like, "Oh yeah, I want to perform. Oh yeah, right. I want to perform." But it's actually like, you know, you have to like convince people. It's like, "Hey, like you were pretty good. Like you're sound pretty good." You know, I got this like I got these guys over at the X. <laughs> like I got these guys over the X, you know, they record uh acoustic shows if you're interested. And like, yeah, I usually had to convince people, like so but it was a lot of fun. Like, it was, awesome. it, was yeah. awesome. it was a lot of good experience, that's for sure. And you came on there multiple times with your band matching socks, right? Yeah, um I don't think uh matching socks didn't come on, but I oh, was, was on with Trusty Fox. Oh, it was Trusty kinda, Fox. Like, kinda, that's right. Your other side <laughs> project. Of, uh, Kind of like rhymes, sir. Yeah. I, but yeah, um, I did go on with Trusty Fox. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those guys have been doing uh, mostly duo stuff. But yeah, that was always awesome. That's like folk kind of stuff. I don't know. I was always like, I always wanted to get into everything, you know? Like I was I like feel that. Full rap, like rock. I like, I love everything. I love so playing I. everything. So yeah, so like I love playing with those guys. I haven't played with them as much since like COVID and everything. And like, uh. I know Brian, uh, the uh, lead guitar player, the guy that was uh, blind that would play it. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember, he was like, uh, he was blind and he'd play. Yeah, like, he was the guitar, so good. Like on the table, yeah, it's like insane, like actually insane. Like, I don't know, like Mad it skills. made me feel like worse. Like I was like, wow, like this I guy is bass. better than like... me on every level. <laughs> Literally, but yeah, like. Uh, so yeah, they've been playing uh, together a bit, but just the duo. But me and Alex, the drummer, we have uh, we've been working on different projects recently. But I love playing with them. Like yeah, I hope the best for those guys for sure. Oh yeah, and like with COVID, I totally get be making it hard to be able to play with other people, like other performers, uh, like other musicians. That is, uh, a few of my friends who I uh, jam with every once in a blue moon. It's like one of those things where we get together like every other year or like years on end because the drummer is just like, it's so hard to bring your equipment everywhere. So like we just, we just meet up maybe once a year or like every other year and uh, we'll jam for a bit or whatever. Like we've been doing it since uh, I worked at EB games cause that's where I met the one guy. Yeah. He comes on here sometimes Jacob Bartel. He's a a game developer and uh, he just loves jamming. He's a huge Queens of the stone age guy. So that's, that's how like, our rhythm vibes. If you can get where I'm going with that, we get, we get into that dirty desert session style. It's really oh, yeah, vibe. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's always a good time to, to vibe with those guys. But yeah, yeah, with COVID we tried doing it over discord, but it's like so hard, man with the delay. It's impossible. Yeah. And, 
I've watched a few like, other bands like try and live stream perform stuff, and it's just like it looks awful. And it's just, oh, please stop. Like I know you guys really want to play together and make it like known for the audience, but sometimes, sometimes it's a little much. Unless you're all in the same room, then it's okay. But then you're you're breaking COVID in a way. So yeah, literally, and like I don't know, like singing with like how do you sing with a mask on, right? Like, right. You gotta take the mask off, so like one guy at least isn't wearing a mask, and then like. I don't know, like most bands, it's like, I'm, I'm a strong believer. And it's like, if you're in a band, like you better be doing at least like some backups. Like, like you better be at least being like, yeah, during the choruses right. or whatever. So, you know, like you gotta be that into means it. everybody. Yeah. So that means like everybody would need a mic. So it's like master almost like hard to do unless it's like a solo artist with a band behind them. Exactly. And you, you have your, is your main band matching socks? Is that correct? Yeah, so uh, with matching socks, like, we haven't really, we kind of, like, changed our focus. Like, okay. it was really because of uh, COVID. It's, like, uh, understandable. we, I don't know, like, I kind of, like, over COVID, I got this, like, like uh, this realization that it's, like, playing gigs live, that kind of stuff, compared to, like, just getting content online, you know, getting your name out online. It's, like, the internet is so much easier to gain fans off of. So it's, like, it's so much more important to just get, content online get stuff online do stuff online so people know you compared to like playing shows so we kind of like like with covid like you know it's like we're forced into it but like even before covid we've kind of like put off playing live shows and stuff like that and more just gone towards the like youtube videos and the like the funny like kind of like music videos that we want to start doing and like releasing a couple of songs on spotify and stuff like that but but uh yeah when it comes to live shows that's not like our Main yeah. focus really anymore well, and probably even after COVID yeah and I, I know you guys have a pretty cool YouTube channel as well uh, so you guys don't just do music stuff on there you do a lot of like prank videos and like game videos and you guys play board games and stuff which is really unique because not a lot of people do that online and do it in such a fashion that people can enjoy and you guys do pretty well I think it's enjoyable. yeah yeah <laughs> like thanks man like uh, yeah like Honestly, the YouTube channel has been awesome. Like, I feel like we've honestly gained a lot more traction even compared to, like, when we were just doing music. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, I always wanted to get into comedy and stuff. So, like, we do, like, yeah, comedy skits, playing board games. Uh, been doing, like, gaming stuff lately, too. Uh, yeah, I always wanted to get into comedy. And, I don't know. Like, I just kind of thought, like, yeah. You should do, like a, like, a rock opera comedy like Tenacious D did. <laughs> literally we've been thinking about it that's what we want to get into next is like kind of like doing music videos ba- or like songs based around like comedy and then like we have music videos around it that's what we want to get into i'm next. all about like, it you should totally yeah. do it there's so many <laughs> great bands out there who uh do it live and nobody's like taking to the online atmosphere and plugging that uh vibe into the online web as i guess the best way to put it <laughs> yeah literally yeah yeah honestly it's just it's just like getting your name out there it's like if you play a bunch of live shows it's like this is like this is what i find happens it's like people come they're like oh my god like you guys are so awesome like whoa you guys were so crazy live can i check you guys out online and it's like and eh, yeah we have like a half a song online like a demo <laughs> and it's like it's like dude like come on man like people want to listen to like their stuff in the car like they want to bump that stuff like yes. you need it online yeah it's not just about the live performance yeah or like better way to put it is like you need like recordings and stuff that's what it comes down to exactly. like, you need recordings you need something to back up your skill you need like a portfolio yeah. literally like it's just 
I don't know. It's all about like kind of like listens and views nowadays too. And even when it comes to getting shows, so, like if you build up an online presence and then you like build your shows around your fans you already have, it's like it's just like that's the way to do it nowadays. Instead of like oh trying to find fans at shows and then like hopefully they'll check you out online. It's like it's just so much easier to like you know market online like <laughs> and exactly. like just share your stuff online. Yeah, it's it's so much easier for sure to make it like your profile and your like the way you want to, I guess have the audiences view your band um, through Instagram, through social medias, because you can really shape, I guess an atmosphere for your band with just social media alone. I know a lot of musicians. uh, I know I bring up Queens of the stone age a lot, but (laughs) they're desert sessions. They did a whole thing uh, where they came out with slow, like um, little clips of the music, but then it was also like uh, descriptions of each artist involved in the project, which was kind of cool. And then like gorillas, I don't know if you've been into gorillas at all or any of their new stuff, but they've been doing uh, this. Yeah. Not the new stuff, but uh, I haven't checked it out yet, but I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Tell me what you're saying. They they do some really cool stuff where they make uh, a song a month now where they post it on YouTube or, uh, on uh, Spotify and each song has to do with one artist from another country. So they, or like another artist that's outside of their atmosphere of zone that they would work with. So they work with a few uh, French uh, African uh, artists like who do like African French music. And then they did a song with Elton John. That's really good. That's their most recent one. Um, Nice. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And a lot of stuff like that. And it's just, it's pretty cool to see musicians still, I guess, interact without being in the same room, you know? Yeah, literally. And like the, the song a month thing, like, I think that is genius. I think that is a genius plan. It's like, like, I don't know, like albums, like they're awesome. Releasing a full album. So cool. Like, you know, I, I, I'm the kind of guy that I'll check out every song. If I love that band, I'll check out every, every song, but like 75% of people, they're just going to listen to one or two of those songs. And then the other, like, you know, 10 songs you recorded, it's like, ah, damn. Like, waste of time. There's yeah, maybe that 25% of my audience who's going to listen to them once. Yeah, maybe. literally. <laughs> yeah. And like this, like releasing one song a month thing. It's like, I find like, I don't know, like I find you can like almost trick, like, you know, people into like thinking it's a hit song just from releasing it as a single it's like right. oh this is the new song this is the jam it's like whoa this song's so good next month new jam new single whoa holy crap like it's just like compared to like oh check out this full album it's like i don't know this is 2020 like people have like a like you know they yeah like they have an att- attention a small span attention like five span. minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> well tiktok's the best example of that like five second videos literally literally <laughs> Like that shows the attention span, <laughs> but it's just like, that's just like how it goes. You just got to like move with like the future. You got to move with life. And like, I find like some people like they like to do the thing where it's like, Oh yeah. Kids nowadays, they don't listen to anything. They have no attention. But it's like right. in the end, like you just got to figure out a way to get their attention. Like you, you got to like get in there. Like, <laughs> Well, did you hear Johnny Depp has an Instagram now? Oh really? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. 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 <laughs> The man got so bored over COVID, he created an Instagram. So, like, that's just showing even, like, some of the people who don't highly believe in social media are now being forced to uh, cooperate with uh, people online. You know what I mean? 
and uh, get to their audiences because otherwise yeah. how else can they connect with their audiences? Like people who don't enjoy um, social media as an outlet or don't see it as a, a reasonable thing to use are now being forced upon it, whether they like it or not. But in a way I, I feel like it's good for the environment, like of our uh, music industry to get those people yeah. out there because then that's them connecting with their audience more, whether they like it or not. Like, the audience fucking loves it so <laughs> i'm not complaining. oh yeah like and it's the way to really talk to fans like just like i don't know it's like yeah interacting with fans like it's just the way to go and like even nowadays like it's the only way with covid and everything and i think even after covid it's like it's gonna be still gonna a huge be, thing yeah it's gonna be mainstream like it's gonna this this is gonna be like kind of the mainstream like i don't know if the mask thing is ever gonna end and stuff like you never know like it might just be like this is the mainstream now and like you know well, Andy Warhol used to say, um, Andy, speaking about Andy Warhol, he used to say back in the day that, you know, one one time will come like after I, I passed away where the experience that of fame that uh, exists will be happening to everybody once in their lifetime for a mere 10 minute span like everybody will experience some sort of wave of fame and it's just it's kind of interesting to think about that because he wasn't really wrong because now that you look at like social media and stuff uh there's so many people out there with millions and millions of subscribers i have no idea who they are <laughs> you know what i yeah, mean literally. so i think in a way we're gonna gear ourselves towards even famous people or even not so famous yet or like people trying to get out there um, are going to just vlog their life completely, I think. Like, you start to see uh, musicians and famous people kind of slowly gauge that, like, drive towards, like, Instagram stories where they, like, just divulge what they do every day, and it's just like, okay, but do people care? I guess so. Some yeah, Someone cares. <laughs> My friend was showing me uh, the other day that people pay a subscription for this guy to review him like so he watches movies and they're paying to watch his full reaction to the movie <laughs> i don't know anybody who would do that <laughs> but people do so yeah. the man's making money I don't know, like man. that's his that's his career like it's like what? that's what he does <laughs> like... he just he just watches <laughs> movies and re then like reacts to them and people send him donations Oh my gosh. Like these yeah. are careers that exist now. Yeah, it's crazy. Even just like streaming and stuff, like streaming is a career. Like just people just like sit on their like computer and like play games and get like donations and stuff. Like it's just crazy. Like think about it. There's parents out there, I don't know if you know this, who are like signing up their kids for like Fortnite training and stuff so then they can compete in Fortnite tournaments. Like it's like hockey. Or something. Or like wow, football. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Oh my gosh. Well, it's like, I don't know. Like, that's a big business though. Like, like from what I've heard, like, that is like probably going to take over like the NFL one. Like, well, like it will be bigger than like the NFL, NHL, like one day. Like, it's just. I think it's, so it's too. It's just so easy. But yeah. I think what the, especially the, uh, the racing people like the people in uh nascar and like formula one and yeah. stuff they think it's a huge joke because i don't know if you knew this currently they had them 
participating in like world tournament races like uh on like the nascar game or the formula one game using like a full rig that was simulating like they were in the actual car but (laughs) most of the people who were like participating well not most but a few a few racers did not take it very seriously uh one of them cheated (laughs) one of them just like got a kid who was like a professional racing gamer to like (laughs) play for him (laughs) so of course he won his races and then they realized this isn't him playing (laughs) another guy was like drunk on the one of the the streams and it's just like okay well clearly the professionals aren't taking this serious enough yet but if they at least tried to take it serious maybe it could be seen as a, a real avenue for uh, sports games or sports industry. Um, but after the success or the success of the bubble with the NBA, the Lakers won, right? Yeah. And nobody got, nobody got sick from that. So that's cool. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I, honestly, I feel kind of bad. I totally like, I was watching like the first half of it. And then like, I don't know, after like the whole like black lives matter and thing, I just like, kind of like, like kind of stopped after a while. Yeah. Like I was just like, I don't know. Like I just, I don't know. Like I just didn't really uh, like. Um... <coughs> oh, sorry. No, you're good. Um, I don't know. Like I was never really into basketball, but I was just I found it like interesting. The whole like uh, the whole like basically like everybody's just like playing in one court and like that, like and staying weird. in the same place. Yeah, I think the the weirdest thing about the whole process of like live television and the NBA for me right now is like. Every time I turn on the TV to watch, like, I'm not saying I watch Ellen, but like, uh, like, you know, like how the morning news or whatever, they all have like their live audience, quote unquote. Right. And yeah. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying, man. It looks like a black mirror episode. They have these like <laughs> cutouts of like televisions. Right. And it's just people in them. And so a lot of the time in these kind of things, especially like Ellen, they want people to dance, right? They want you to like get up and like move and stuff. Yeah, literally. The audience. And so you're watching these people on their phones like try and dance. Like, and it's just really bad. It's like really cringy. Like, it, it really looks like a Black Mirror episode or something, like straight out of a season on Netflix. I don't know, man. I don't know if you sat down and tried to watch one of these live shows recently, but it's weird. Other than like NBA, well, NBA is still like, weird. Yeah, the only thing that I really have seen that with is like with the web. Uh, like, are you talking about like the webcams and stuff? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The webcams. Yeah, as, so like, I saw that with audience. like NBA matches. Yeah, yeah. So like basically, I was watching with a couple of buddies, like uh, just like Raptors games, basically. Um, and like yeah, there was like people in the back, and they'd be like on the webcam and stuff. I heard that was like free too. It wasn't even like you had to pay for it. Yeah, I think was, you like, had to buy a certain drink or something like a certain oh, okay. uh, beverage okay. and then you got a code and then you type that code in and then you got like put in for like a queue to get entered for a ticket seat it was something to do yeah. like that but yeah like th- they do that kind of stuff on live uh news shows and like ellen and like uh tonight shows and like talk shows and stuff now as well which is even stranger <laughs> Yeah, literally. Because <laughs> seeing sport reactions is one thing, but then seeing people's reactions to like an interview is kind of strange on like weird fucking yeah, like, screens. I don't know. Like, 
it's just like just film it like a TV show. Like it's just like I don't know. You like, don't need a live audience. It's that simple. Like, like the live audience, they, it's almost like they're just trying too hard at this point. Like it's just like how can we get the audience to interact? And it's just like well, yeah. I don't know. There's social media. There's so many different things, but your goal is, I guess, to interact with them live. Okay. Um, live chat. Like, don't don't put their faces on a freaking screen, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, like I'd be like, I don't know. Has there been any issue, any issues with like people like you know? Like trying to like prank on it or something like. Dude, I, like, I want to know that now. I want to look that yeah. up after this podcast. Prank videos and like stuff like that because I'm sure there's somebody like you know how like on live news there was the whole old dude who like would drop the whole like uh what was it like, I don't even remember what he said but he would just come on in the news and just say something fu- or was it like it's something to do with like pussy something he was like oh, I fucking forget what he would say. But yeah. there, but people would come on the news and just say random shit and uh, like play pranks. Right. And I'm wondering, yeah, totally if that's something that's happened, because that'd be fucking hilarious. I could see it being a thing. You're totally not wrong. Someone has to have done it. If not. I think you know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Literally. Well, like, yeah, like, I don't know, like, I could see that totally happening. And like, how would they like. Like, how do you counteract that? You just cancel the call, I guess. You just cancel that person. Yeah, I guess they could, like, kick them right after. But it's, like, but, like, the initial thing happened, you know? Like, (laughs) and, like, I don't know. People wouldn't be, like, a yo, yeah, I'm going to do, like, I'm going to try, like, a mild one first. And then, like, something, like, really crazy for the second one. Like, they're just going to go with the crazy one, so. I would just, like, wear, like, a plague doctor mask or something weird like that. Just come in on the call. Just chill with like a whole play doctor outfit on or something, or like put my dog on the camera and just not have me there. I don't know. <laughs> Do some weird shit. Yeah, literally. Oh, it'd be fun, dude. You're not wrong. You're thinking genius thoughts. That's jackass thoughts. You're thinking like Steve-O, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This has been awesome, dude. It's been oh great yeah, talking yeah, to honestly. Literally, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else we can go right now, but I'd love to have you on the podcast another time very soon. And maybe uh I don't know, we can have some of your bandmates on here if you want. Yeah, hell yeah. We could uh man get a, get the matching socks crew on yeah, here yeah <laughs> yeah i would be so down to have the matching socks crew on here 100% they're totally invited to uh face yes. it podcast also before we uh head out do you have anything you want to you want to plug um yeah so basically with matching socks uh we do a video every monday it's kind of like a comedy what we do is like musician based comedy you know so it's like, uh, I don't know, like it's kind of like Smosh mixed with like Jared Dines kind of vibe. So we do like comedy skits. That's what we would do it every Monday because like we kind of got a niche and that's what we've been going with lately. And then we also do like live stream gaming and stuff sometimes. Um, and then I'm also playing in a band called Bandits right now. We got a couple of singles uh, coming out. We have one coming out on the October 19th. 
and then we got a couple more that we're recording in the next like couple uh, next week or so, and then we'll be ha- dropping those soon, which will be uh, sick. And and uh, honestly, I think that's a uh, that's really all I've been doing right now. That's yeah. still a lot, man. That's sick. I can't yeah, wait to honestly, have any it's, uh, I've been trying to keep myself busy. Like I don't know. Like I find like with uh with arts and stuff, and like being a creator, it's like. Once you get into like kind of a slump, it's like it's hard to get out of it. Absolutely, like, like, man. I yeah. totally get that. I had that slump uh, during the beginning of COVID where I just got lazy about the podcast and my own personal life. And I was just like, man, this is kind of dumb. But yeah, uh, literally, it, it consumes you like like anything like smoking cigarettes. Like once you start smoking cigarettes, you can't fucking stop, man. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, I have one more question for you. Might as well ask yeah. you. What what's in your music heavy rotation right now? What's what are you playing and jamming to right now? Right now? Like um, what, what were you jamming to today? If any Yeah, I'm really into this band called uh, Polaris right now. It's uh Polaris. it's like metalcore. It's uh Australian metalcore. Oh shit. I, I love like, Australian I gotta... shit, so you're gonna have to yeah. send me that stuff, man. Oh yeah. Man, Australian music, I don't know why. Like they're, they're rock music, metal music, all that kind of stuff. It's just like it's just like awesome. Like it's I don't know. Like I think it's a mainstream genre there. Like that's what I've yeah. I've heard. It's like you know, like stadiums are always packed for like it's, metal bands and like stuff like that. It's I think it has to do there. a lot with the didgeridoo, man. Like they take that wow, 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 like the didgeridoo sound and they fucking put it into their fingers and they play it on guitar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like literally. it's just like that whole didgeridoo is like like weird echoey sound. And they take that and they're like, man, that's, that's cool. I can do that on my guitar. And it's just like, dude, I can't do that. How did you do that? Yeah, literally. What, what like, are you doing? Yeah. What, what pedals are you using, man? I need to fucking know, like, cause I want those pedals. <laughs> man. It, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. Like, I think that's another thing too. It's like their production is so good. Like, it's just like, but they're yeah, so Polaris, creative. Polaris is like, it is awesome. Their new album, uh, the death of me is like so Sounds good. Dope. Um, I'm also really into a band called Boston Manor. Uh, they're from England. They're yeah. uh, like, any, I think they're from England. Yeah, I think they're a British band. Um, and uh, yeah, British music, same thing. I love like, especially uh, British pop punk. I don't know if you're a pop punk fan. Oh yeah, man. Uh, like British pop punk. Like I love 80s British pop punk. Like I'm a super big fan of Captain Sensible. If you know Captain Sensible. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, Captain Sensible is like the Dam's uh, guitarist. And he did a song called like Happy Song or Happy. I think it's like Happy Day or something. But like it top charted in the UK, but didn't chart anywhere else. And it's like one of the most catchy songs you'll ever fucking listen to. Like almost as catchy as the, the one Disney song uh, on the fucking stupid roller coaster. I don't even want to say this song because it might trigger people right now. Just by saying the song, but you know what song I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. Uh, another, any other stuff I've been into? Uh, I don't know. I also am a big like like rap fan, of course. Like I don't know. Like I, I like I like. Uh, there's this one guy. Uh, his name's Lil Aaron. I've been digging his new EP, 808 Rock. Uh. It's kind of like a rap rock kind of thing, but Ooh. a little bit more towards the trap side. So it's like, like trap rock almost. Like so it's pretty cool. And then uh, really into uh, like 
Black Bear, big fan of like the R&B stuff. Oh, Black Bear is um, great. I think Black Bear, I don't, I want to check to make sure before I tell you, but I think Black Bear is in that song, in the Gorillaz song with uh, Elton John. Oh, no way. Okay, yeah, I'm checking out that for sure now. That sounds sick. What? What? I just want to make sure. (laughs) I want to make sure before I get that right. (laughs) I think the song's called Pink Phantom. Oh, no, it's Six Lack. Getting them mixed up. No, but it's it's yeah, black six lakh, not uh, black bear. Getting the wrong, oh okay, yeah, wrong wrong rappers in there, but they're very similar music. But, still sounds sick though, like yeah, yeah both both really him, great artists, sick. but uh, yeah, definitely black bear is still fucking lit, man. Have you listened to his newer stuff lately? Oh yeah, um, well like I think everybody's heard like Hot Girl Bummer. Oh probably, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So that one's a bo- that one's a banger. Oh yeah, uh, and then um. What's his new album called? It's the one that's the blue, the blue background, right? right. Yes, that, I believe. So. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I honestly like. I listened to it. I listened to the whole thing, whole way through, and I was like, man, he still got it. He still got it. I think he's going a little bit more towards uh, maybe one or two raunchy songs, and then like the other ones are more like PG thirteen. But that's just kind of like with the time. I think. Like, I think he's just kind of. I think he's maybe, trying to chart a bit, you know. Yeah, he's trying to chart. That's what it is. He's trying to like get on the charts and like become more mainstream but like still this like i don't know i was a big fan of the raunchy lyrics like i'm just like yeah i'm one of those guys in the car like blasted up right. like yeah dude i blare ramstein <laughs> in the car man and people literally slow down in front of me because they either think i'm a nazi or i'm just like sympathetic to nazis and they don't realize whatsoever how like inconsiderate that is to the german culture because Ramstein is nothing to do with Nazism, like whatsoever, like zero percent. You know what I? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's just it's funny watching people like react to like I don't know about you if this happens to you, but like people react to the way I play music in the car. Like I blare whatever, I don't care, man. Like I'll blare the cramps, oh, yeah. I'll blare freaking she devil, man. Like fuck it, I don't give a shit. Like. I love music and whatever I'm into is cool with me. Like you just got to be out there with it. I used to be really like scared about like Marilyn Manson in high school and Rob Zombie. I don't know why I was like secretly would, you know, listen to them. I don't know. It was just weird. It was a weird thing I would do. And I would just be like, man, people don't like these artists. So I just got to like pretend like I'm not, they're not cool to me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you did something like that. And I just, Oh, Oh yeah, man. With me, it was more like the Hannah Montana theme song. But Fuck like, it, you know. dude. Hannah Montana. Dude, my friend to this day will tell me how much he loves High School Musical too. And this is oh, a grown man. Yeah. Yeah. My those are my well, probably top three movies. All th- well, I don't know. The third one was kind of shit. But like yeah, the, third the, uh, one's the shit. first Let's two were like bomb. Yeah. They're bomb. Absolutely, dude. I can agree with you. Hannah Montana's theme song is a bop. Oh yeah, like I don't know, like. Did- Every theme song from that generation somehow was a bomb. It's like I was a uh, I was I have Disney Plus and I was watching Wizards of Waverly Place. Ooh, I was like, yeah. Theme song. I was like, man, I was like, whoa, Selena Gomez raps like, 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 like where where's that shit in her music? <laughs> like, man, this is fire. Like, exactly. Oh shit. Man. Um, but yeah, like, 
and like yeah drake and josh same thing like oh, oh yeah i don't know i love drake bell's new stuff too that's another uh, artist he does uh i don't know if you know this he does a uh, spanish music now mostly really? mostly like spanish yeah like spanish he guitar really... uh sorry like what kind of spanish music like does he play like the spanish guitar or is it like spanish as in like like it's R&B like spanish, spanish language oh cool like cool. uh spanish language kind of like so i guess so different like, pop. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's like uh, he does Spanish language music because um, he got really big in a, like below the border in like Mexico and oh. like Central America. Yeah. So like, he's a big star and I think especially Mexico, but uh, yeah. So I, I listen to his, some, uh, his stuff sometimes. He also was doing kind of like, I don't know. It was like, it was almost like 50 style rock sound like Whoa. before that. And it was like, it like I digged it. Like I, I was like, man, this stuff, is sick. Man. Like, Yeah. I think he was just doing what he wanted. Like, he's one of those guys. I think he just, like, realized, like, you know, I'm done being mainstream. Right. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Twin Temple? Uh, Twin Temple? No. Dude, they're fucking lit, man. So, Twin Temple's, like, they pretend to be, like, a 1950s, like, pop rock band. But they're really satanic as fuck. So like all like everything sounds like uh, it's from the fifties, but it's all like satanic lyrics. Like they have a song called "Sex Magic," and then they have a called like a song called "Satan's a Woman." Oh wow, <laughs> it's freaking hilarious, man! But if you're into like what that whole like Temple? yeah, Twin Temple, but Twin it's a Temple, duet okay. group, um, and they're they're freaking amazing. Like I love the fifties kind of vibe when it's like put into like weirder scenarios like that's why the cramps are one of my all-time favorite bands because they take 50s like rock and then turn it up to punk oh yeah um yeah like uh oh man what's a another uh band i've been really into though um I feel like I feel like I've listened to more. Like I feel like I, feel like I don't know. Like more. I'm one of those guys that it's just like when I get like an album I love though, it's like I'm bumping that like for like a month straight. I feel like you it's there. just like Yeah. Um hmm, some other stuff. Uh oh, have you ever li- listened to are you into I don't know, like this isn't for everyone, like emo stuff, like emo. Yeah, rock dude, stuff. you gotta like, vibe uh, the emo rock sometimes. Gotta go with the emo. Oh rip, yeah, like whip your hair back and do the emo vibe. <laughs> Yeah, I've been really into this one band uh, for actually a while now. That like, it's one of those bands that's just like every song they drop is just like fire. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, uh, Hot Mulligan, really, Ooh. just like really good instrumentals yeah, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. the vocals are just like yeah, like super emotional like vocals it's, and stuff. It's a good freaking vibe. Like, if you want to get all into the emo groove, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's a good vibe for sure. Oh yeah, like. I, I just love the dynamics of the uh, songs too, where it's like the vocals kind of move with the dynamics too. Like, so you always get the guys that like scream and yell and then yeah. do like the soft stuff. And I like the, the mix. Stuff. Exactly. Like yeah. I like a good mix of the poetry part with like the screamo, you know, like you got to still have the screamo in there because otherwise it's not emo fucking pop. Yeah, literally like that. But cause without <laughs> it, it's just not, it's not the same. So you get, you got to have it there. And so, yeah, I definitely dig like the whole, the whole poetry side of it all when it comes to the, the lyrical point, when it comes definitely to emo music, it's, it's a vibe. It reminds me a lot of the doors. I know I, how people would fucking hate me for saying that because nobody <laughs> likes the doors, but 
in a way, the Doors has that poetry side to them, like with Jim Morrison and like with the song Ghost. And so I feel like emo bands definitely like if they no matter what they say, they fucking listen to the Doors at some point, man. They did. No matter what you they they say, they've they've heard the Doors. <laughs> you know, like everybody's heard the Doors. It's like that's the one band if you're in music that you don't like to talk about. That like everybody's like, yeah, fuck the doors, fuck Jim Morrison, but they love to shit on it. But <laughs> yeah, literally, I the way I look at that stuff is like, man, like in the end, like you got a platinum record, like do you got a platinum? Right, <laughs> like right. it's like it's one of those things. Like like people always be like, they're like, oh yeah, you know, like man, like pop music artists they suck nowadays like they're so bad like they have no talent at all it's like bro you got a platinum record like you got it to number one chart like it's like where's your chop charting record show me your platinum show me your gold records on your walls please where's your it's just like yeah like uh and like i find that actually like almost brings people down like man like you want to actually like be those like you want to like get to that level like everybody wants to get that level exactly and maybe people just hate on those like who do it like i guess who work hard but don't seem to work hard from others' yeah. perspectives. Like no matter what, to make it in the music industry, there's everybody will tell you it's fucking hard. So even if you blow up and somebody says, Oh, well, he just happened to get lucky. Like some people say that about Post Malone a lot because they're like, Oh, like he just happened to rent the car on that day and he just happened to film it that day and it just happened. And she's like, Well, yeah, it, it, that's how it works, man. It just happens and you just got to hope and keep hoping and keep coming out with content until something blows up because otherwise you're giving up. Literally, like, I don't know, like I found like, yeah, like with a lot of people over COVID, like they just kind of like, I don't know, like they think like the world's, especially musicians, like, oh, the world's against them. Like, oh, I can't do anything, man. Like, it's so stupid. It's like. What? Like, man, like, new you can do so much right yeah, now. Exactly. Like, you can do so much right now. I'm sorry you can't play, like, a show. Like, I'm sorry you can't play a show and, like, you know, have your three friends be like, oh, my God, you guys are so amazing. When <laughs> in the back of their head, they're kind of sitting there like, you guys are all right. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, need a little work. Like, you guys are all right. Like, I don't know. Like, like, I find, like, when it comes down to, like, yeah, getting fans, it's, like, there's, like, real fans, and then there's, like, the friend fans. Don't get me wrong. The friend fans are good to have around. They'll come. But, like, you want to gain those real fans. And, exactly. Like, this is the good – this is a good time to gain those people because, like, everybody's kind of, like – well, I guess now, like, people are back to work, right? So, but before, it was, like, everybody was kind of just at home chilling on their computer. Like, and, like, this is – the. Like this is actually like even right now is the best time to really get online and start doing online content because it's like that's just what the world's gonna be now. It's gonna be mostly online, and even in business aspects, you're gonna see businesses no longer really need office space because most people can do office work from home, and they're realizing that they don't need to rent out these massive buildings for nothing. So (laughs) I'm wondering if in a few years Toronto is kind of in a way gonna be an empty shell of buildings. Yeah, e- either that or I think that maybe they'll change into condos, like change yeah. into like just condos and Something stuff. Like, that. like that's the one thing that is a good thing about uh, health, about people working at home is like yeah, like there'd be more housing, like more more buildings to build like apartments in and stuff, and like that's a big issue. Less and, like uh, emissions yeah. polluting the air because less people are driving to work every day. Yeah, yeah. Even think about that. Yeah, literally. Like I don't know. Like. 
I think like there's good things about COVID and then there's bad things about COVID. Like of course the bad things are like, you know, it's like people it's, like, are dying. Sucks, but, yeah, 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 people are dying. Like, yeah, no, like that's like that's like when where it gets like really severe. It's like, yeah, like people are dying. Like I even had a uh one of my friends, his mom ended up passing away, like and it was like one of those random things. It was like, What? Like yeah. like I don't know, like, even before that, I was kind of sitting, I was sitting there like, ah, COVID, like, ah, it's kind of like, just like, you know, I remember swine flu, I remember like, you know, that kind of stuff, it's like, it can't be that bad, and then it's like, whoa, like, this is real, this is like, this is, pandemic uh, this is a real disease, like, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that is like, of course, the big negative of COVID, and right. like, of course, like, I guess maybe to some people, like, wearing a mask is a big issue i don't know man. Like, i think that's fucking stupid like, I'm literally like, just Bro, wear like, just your wear fucking mask. mask be a man shut just up fucking it. trump lovers you tell me like it's not okay to wear a mask because your big chief says it's not okay well shut up he got fucking covid wear a mask <laughs> literally it's like i don't get it like it's just like it's so easy it's like it's just like it's one of those things where it's like if uh if a store had this thing where it was like you must you must wear pants in the store it's like i don't think like half the people would literally like walk in and be like i didn't want to wear pants in the store it's like it's literally people are just complaining to complain almost like absolutely they just want something to do the karen is coming out of people because they've been cooped out in their homes the real animal is coming out it's like a a werewolf you know but it's the karen they just turn into it it's just their nature like i I went to go pre-order the PS5. I watched five grown men scream at the top of their lungs because they couldn't pre-order a PS5. These were grown men. <laughs> Why does you really care that much? Dude, you can play the same games on your fucking PS4 right now. Just chill. Just give it a, a, a when it comes out. Just wait for it to come out, man. Be there when it comes out. doesn't matter. You didn't get the pre-order. I didn't get the pre-order. I'm not crying like I'm a five-year-old about it, but I didn't get the toy I wanted at Toys R Us. Did you try to get it at Toys R Us? Is that- no, I, I went to the source. I went to the source oh, the before source. they opened, right? And uh, I was the first in line, and then there was like about four or five guys behind me. Like like I said, grown men. Uh, yeah. I took uh, my lunch break early to go before they opened to see if I could get a pre-order because I didn't get one online the night before. And uh, when I got there, you know, I walked in. It was uh, my first question, of course, being, uh, do you have the PS5 pre-orders? And she, like, looked at the computer. She looked at me. She had no idea what I was fucking mentioning. And she looked at the pre-order list, and she's like, oh, we're sold out. And I was like, it pardon? And she's like, <laughs> like yeah, what? sorry, we're, we're sold out. We just don't have any. We're not getting any. And I'm just looking at her. I'm like, okay. Well, I'm clearly thinking time zone difference. It just sold out. They didn't allocate per store. The guy behind me's first reaction is, what do you mean? What do you mean I'm not getting one? I'm getting my PS5. I'm the second person in this store. Nobody else is in this store. How are they sold out? And he's literally flipping his shit. The guy behind him is flipping his shit. The manager comes out. They all start flipping at the manager. And I just walk out. I'm like, this is going nowhere. Yeah, literally. Karen alert. Buddy, you're not getting it. If it's sold out, it's sold out. Chill out. (laughs) It's like you screwed up. You screwed up. Like Like, you didn't you didn't go early enough. It's not even that. Uh, Like it was like it didn't open yet. That's the thing, right? It was just Oh yeah. It was just 
time difference. So I'm guessing how the source allocated their pre-orders. Because I worked at EB Games, uh, so I know this shit. Uh, oh, okay. But they allocate consoles based on region. So, like, how much people purchase there. So, oh, okay. Source might have just allocated per country. So they might have just been said, okay, here's our 5,000 units for our whole country. And if people pre-order them on the other side of the country and sell out, that means the other side of the country is getting fuck all because there are time zone differences. They would open stores a little earlier than us. Oh, oh yeah. That that's was, true. that was my thought process. But of course their thought was, what do you mean? I, I'm the first person in the store. How can you be sold out? Nobody else is here. <laughs> you bought it. You, you employees bought it. <laughs> No, man, they didn't. She doesn't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, she's like, she works bro, at the like, source. I'm making minimum wage here. I don't give a fuck. It's like, 10 a.m. at the source. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't get people like that. It's like, bro, like, why are you getting mad about some, like, something like that? It's like, I don't know. Like, And also, it's just like, man, like, the employees don't care. Like, no. Like, you're they're, making minimum. Like, they're paid less than you, probably, at whatever job you do and they're not enjoying their life. They like their job when people aren't Karens or animals and treat them like animals. Yeah, literally. Literally, people would not treat me like a human. It was the weirdest thing. Like, people would just treat me like a second-rate being, and it's just like, what? Like, dude, I'm, I'm yeah, still I'm human. Games? Is that like... It's great, and it's awful at the same time. Like, I, there's a lot I can and can't divulge, but personally... I would say management is not in the greatest of atmosphere. I don't like management there. That's why. I oh, left. yeah. Uh, but when I was working there, I had all of my friends working with me at the time. So my manager was my friend. My you know, assistant manager was my friend. My uh, like I was the health and safety rep. So like everybody I worked under me was all my friends. So we all just like hung out after work all the time. It was a freaking vibe. But, you know, when it got to like November, that's when like the Karen level got to like 10 always. Oh, because like people would just like want to get Christmas gifts and stuff. Dude, do you remember the Nintendo Classic? Yeah. Dude, I got a call like every minute of every day. Dude, there was times where my phone would just keep ringing and I'd be in a call and it'd say like, oh, there's like five other calls trying to come through. And guess what they all were just asking for? And this is like right when I'm trying to open the store. I'm just trying to get all the cash registers ready. Like, it's not even like 11 o'clock yet. It's like like 10.58 and people are fucking calling me for this shit. Yeah, that is true. Like, that's the one thing you don't think about when working at like a game store is like, yeah, if something new comes out or whatever, like people go fucking nuts. Like, they do, man, they go cray cray bonanza for it. Like the PS Five. Um, when I called, so I called EB Games near me. I, I know everybody who still works there's the EB Games I used to work at, and the manager now is not the same manager I had, but I still know him. And uh, I said to him, hey, man, like, what's up? Because I was calling about something else. It was about a game. And his instant thought, I guess, to say to me was, no, we're sold out of the PS5 pre-orders. I can't help you. And I didn't even, like, <laughs> say what I was about to say. That was just Oh, you're like, oh, uh, I wasn't asking for that, bro. Yeah, like... literally. I was like, excuse me, uh, but that's not what I'm looking for, bro. Don't get sassy with me. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, but I, I, I'd get that though. Like, people would probably be going nuts about that. Like, oh my god. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot of people too who have no idea what they're talking about. It's like parents who are like being yelled at by their kids to buy this shit. Oh yeah, true. That's a good point. <laughs> they're like, I have no idea what I'm buying. It's, a, it's a PS5. Does new things, I think. <laughs> My kid loves me if I buy it for Christmas, so I want brownie points. Brownie points. <laughs> Man, I, I think this is a good point to wrap it up. You're, you're yawning. I, f- I feel like uh, I'm tiring you out. I've, I've exhausted you, my friend. <laughs> hey, you know, I've, uh, I'm a pretty good talker, you know. I try to uh, try to, try to keep create conversation. Well, you, you are your your name is Sam Downey, so you're down, right? Have you ever used that as like a pickup line? <laughs> I'm down for it. Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, not not really, <laughs> but like I don't know, man. Like I I'm feeling it's like cheesy. I might use it on my girlfriend one day. Oh, like <laughs> go there, do it, see what she says, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right buddy it's been great having you on here we plugged your stuff i'd love to have you again on here maybe uh we can talk about whatever you're feeling and we can do something like this again where we just chat i'd love to have the band on here have matching socks have maybe some of your other projects if you're up for it but yeah uh, hell yeah thanks for having me yeah this of was course. awesome of course anytime my friend and uh yeah I guess we'll just wrap it up. So this has been Face It. I'm your host, Matt. And this has been Sam Downey. And uh, thank you so much for listening.